close because the first clients you're going to get is not going to be clients that are going to be across the state. They might be, but I feel like that's very rare. It's going to be your local community. Your local community. Your yeah. lo- you're going to network with those people and that's how you're going to start to get the word out. And then you'll slowly grow from there if you decide to do that. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocation company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Hello and welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We are at episode 20 and we are finishing off our series that we've had on how we've added an extra $10,000 a week to our income and we are at part five of that series. Yeah, I feel like 20 episodes should be like a celebration or something. We should have a toast. This is our 20th episode. (laughs) Did you hear the toast? Yeah. Um, Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We put on new episodes every Monday, so please keep up with our journey and give us a nice five-star rating and a review. We love to hear what you think about the podcast. And you can also follow the One Crazy Journey podcast on Instagram and also keep up with our business on Instagram and everything.nb. So you can follow us everywhere that we can be followed, basically. We are in <laughs> lots of places. Yeah, we and next week we're super excited because we have a special guest. We oh, haven't had gosh. a guest on our podcast in a while, so we're yeah. really, really excited. We won't tell you who it is yet. It's a surprise. But we might be having a hint and maybe a sneak peek of the interview on our Instagram. So if you really can't wait, you can keep up with us over there and follow us. Um, but yeah, that's going to be really awesome. And I think this has been super fun just to kind of dive in and we're finishing off our talk on relocations. We're kind of going to go over estimating and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Dive into how we get our clients. How um, we keep our clients. Yes. In this Mm -hmm. episode. Um, Last week, we feel a little bit better. We had our vent sesh. We're still venting a little bit. We're still... I feel like as entrepreneurs, you have this path. And I think next week is really interesting because we're going to be talking about this with our guests, but you would think you're on this path and you have this vision for yourself, right? And then it's like, do I really, do I want to do this or do I want to change? And it's just a constantly evolving thing, but it's okay to do that. But it's kind of almost hard to let that go, I think. And as entrepreneurs, we're always creating. That's what entrepreneurs do. They're always thinking about the next thing that they can do to help someone. How can they help? How can they grow? How can they change? So it's it's a constant expanding hitting the ceiling, expanding, hitting the ceiling. Right. And we've been, you know, we've taken you along our journey of rebranding at the beginning of the podcast. We were kind of telling you what we're doing. You know, we're still doing our coaching program. We're still working on our online stuff and doing that. Nothing's decided, but I think we had this vision for what our new, you know, everything that we would be. And I think we might be changing that little, a little bit, but I think Mm -hmm. that's fine, but it is also hard to like, let that go, I guess. And I think as entrepreneurs, like we have all these things we want to work on, We have so many things that we want to do, all this content that we want to make, all these ideas. And it's hard to just be like, how do we combine all of those? Or like, I think we need to let some go because... Yeah, Yeah. how do we tie it all together and stay with the same primary focus? 
Yeah. And it's just so, I think it's just a lot, but we feel more positive. It's not that oh, we yeah. weren't positive, but we felt yeah, a little lost. I think we're finally getting back on our path. Yeah. When I talk about hitting the ceiling, you probably understand those of you that are listening, you know, hit the ceiling and then you just don't really know where you're going to go quite yet. You know, it's just like, yeah. it's building. There's all this, all, something's all building underneath. And as soon mm-hmm. as that lid opens, then you're going to go in the direction you're going. So we've like we have we have like these vent not vent but it's like we We have have discussions yeah they're like discussions right yeah Yeah. we sit in our podcast room because it's the warmest room and we had the heater on because it's cold like it's cold here like we said we have four sections of our office one of them's our podcast room the other one's our storage slash eating room then we have a room that we're not really using yet but we have plans for it Mm -hmm. and then our work room where we have our desks where and we stuff. have our desks yeah and so in the and winter we just have office chairs in there but we kind of close room. off certain rooms if we're only going to be in here because we're in between jobs so we're like hey we have this amount of time to record our podcast so, so we we'll work. close the door so we keep all the heat exactly and we crank the heat <laughs> but we have these little sessions i think which are helpful but it's just good to you know they're like our team mastermind yeah. team meetings like creative mm, meetings creative where it's like meetings. we talk about what we want to do and ideas and i think that's important because yeah, it is for everything, isn't it? You know, you think about what it is you're going to do and you have to talk about it. You have to write it, write it down, yeah. whiteboard it, you know. And, and I think every time we out. have one of those meetings, we like feel a little bit better. And I was like, in a month or two, we're going to be right back where we were, like in a good way though. Like every time we have one, we grow, we kind of get clearer and clearer. We do something. We're like, hold on, we need to reel in. Where are we going? Yeah. Constantly. But you know, that's what you should be doing as an entrepreneur you shouldn't just stay on the same track all the time because life changes. Yeah, that's Like true. we're dealing with a global pandemic and it's affecting everybody mm-hmm. in different ways. So you kind of have to jig and jog and jump over hurdles, but you're, you're always going forward, but mm-hmm. the path is certainly not straight. Mm-hmm. It's always zigzaggy. Yeah, and I think, and like I said, it's hard, but I think it's okay to be like, do we want to do, you know, it's just changing our vision, I guess, or, yeah, but not you, really. It's just, no, but do you ever feel like, like we're taking two steps forward and then we like yeah. one step forward, two steps back sometimes. Yeah. But not really. I think it's just in our mind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like, oh, that didn't work the way we thought it was going to work, but yeah, we've had so many successes. In fact, Stetson and I were just talking about this. Stetson gave me a birthday present yesterday. It was so oh, yeah. cool because she gave me this beautiful journal uh-huh. a line journal and it's got gold it's got the rose gold edges of the paper I know there's a term for that but I can't think of what it's called right now but it's just such a beautiful journal and I was thinking about it just talking to Setson out loud what I'm going to use it for because Setson has one too she said and she I haven't one. used mine yet like I got it a couple months ago and I haven't used it so I was like it's too pretty I need something They're like so special pretty. for yeah. to put it in yeah like to put something in I don't just want to use it as like my everyday write with my left hand or gratitude. Yeah. Journal. Cause those are, yeah, those are spare paper just, yeah, whatever. binders, but this one's so beautiful. And so I was thinking what I want to start using it for is to put my moments in there of success, the successful moments. Yeah. Like big, our company, our big the wins things or something. That we've done. Cause especially this year we have done so much. I don't even think you and I remember. I can't. What all we've done this year. Yeah. And I think it would be fun to do like a like, um, I think you'd have to do it monthly. Because mm-hmm. do you remember all the things we did no. last month? No, probably not. I no, can't. Because I just think about the summit. But there were so many wins or like at the beginning of this year. Building. Right, exactly. So it's like, it would have to be a daily thing. Or weekly, at or least. Or weekly. Where like you every go Friday back. night, you go and you look back on the things that you've accomplished. Or I guess monthly, but I feel like even then, it might be hard to... 
remember what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because looking at those little wins are really important. We realized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fun to, a fun thing to start in the new years. Like, so that's what I'm going to use the journal for. Yeah. And and then to carry it through the beginning of the year and then all the way through until it runs out of pages, you know, just keep it. It'll be the I should do that. I'll journal. do that on mine too. Cause I've been wanting to use it. I just haven't used it because it's not that. Cause it's so pretty. I know. And I was you don't want to like, put random, just something, nothing it. in there. Yeah. It's gotta be something really special. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe it's almost Christmas too. It's like, yeah, it's weeks away now. Weeks just away. Weeks and I haven't away. done any shopping. Well, it's, I'm really glad our family does the secret Santa. Yeah. We do secret Santa every year rather than doing like big like everyone a gift because we have we started doing that well like four or five years ago maybe I think so because we all have a significant other and then my sister has two kids so it's like it could get I mean we have what 12 people in our immediate family that we do gifts for right so I'm like it could get really out of hand like quick so we decided to do secret Santa a while back and it's fun um I've updated my sheet we do like a google doc sheet where we write like what we want what our hobbies are like what we're interested in, like scents, colors, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I, I highly suggest yet. it. Like, I think it's fun. Definitely do Christmas. We get the kids' gifts, of course. Yes. And we will until they're adults, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So, I, but I think if you have a family of mostly adults, we kind of buy everything we need slash want anyways. Yeah. Where you don't want to gifts from 12 people plus. Yeah. The other cool thing about it is you have the one person in your family that you're buying for and mm-hmm. you can go all out. Right. Exactly. And we have had such fun opening mm-hmm. these gifts because some of them are really creative. Like yeah. Stetson's dad last year, he, was it last year? I think it was uh-huh. where he created a ski slope. My boyfriend. Yeah. For Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Brandon created a gift oh, Brandon for my dad. Oh, Brandon created it for your dad. Okay. Yeah. The other way around. <laughs> yeah. And it was so fun. It well, because you can't wrap, like, like he wanted skis mm-hmm. and you can't wrap skis. You're going to know exactly what they are. They're tall. They're skinny. Even if you put them in a big box, you can't hide a pair. You of can't skis. hide a pair of skis. No, especially when that's what you want. Exactly, that's on your wish list. Skis. Exactly. So he made. So this in order box. to make it a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, and like we have DIY box, and yeah, it's always fun. But yeah, I really need to start my Christmas gifts, and I'm really trying to do like as much local as possible. Like I'm gonna go local get some shopping. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because damn, 2020. But yeah, yeah, like get stuff for the kids locally. They have this really cute shop. I have kids stuff that I'm going to get some gifts. I mean, obviously I'm going to get some stuff from Amazon because you can't find everything locally, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. we're going to try and get as much local stuff as possible. Yeah, and support and continue to eat out. Eat out in your communities. I know. It's a great excuse not to cook. We need to support these <laughs> local restaurants. Let's eat out every Let's night. Out That's kind of my new <laughs> mantra. It's bad. Yeah, Mike and I have been eating out a fair amount too, just uh-huh. with that same excuse. We need to support our oh, local we need it. We Exactly. <laughs> the ones that are open, not all of them are open too. I Some know. of them in our two-week freeze, they've just decided two not to open. It's a month now. It's more. It's two weeks longer. Oh. They just announced it today. Oh, gosh. Anyways, um, but that's what's going on with us. Let's dive into relocations because we want to continue our conversation. Talk about estimating and also how we get our clients. Yes. Let's talk about which one. Let's talk about Which the, let's talk about the estimating first. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's always a big one. And when we do, have done some coaching programs, that's always been one thing that our students have asked, like, how do you figure that out? And, right. Cause if you're doing it for the first time, especially mm-hmm. like we have a lot of organizers that have been doing organizing for a long time, right? They can go into a space, 
and, and they, they can tell how they can long, tell okay yeah. it's probably gonna be around this much this mm-hmm. much of product but when you're doing a move and you walk into someone's entire house and they want to know they how much is this gonna be yeah. for me to move yeah it's a little bit harder and so yeah. i think you can share some interesting things when you first started your business yeah and how you eased into it because now we are able just to go into someone's home do a consultation and we can be like yeah it's gonna be around this and much. we can do that now yeah, yeah. it's through experience so when I first started, as we mentioned at the beginning of the series, because we have this is part five of the five part mm-hmm. series. So in the beginning, talking about how I started in senior relocations, and I kid you not, what I had to do was take tons of pictures. I opened up cabinets, I opened up drawers, and so that I could see and sort of visualize. And I'd take them back home to the home office, and I would stare at those pictures and sort of visualize, like, how long will it take me to pack that up? Or how many boxes is it going to take? Mm-hmm. And I tried different formulas. I tried... Well, if I have so many boxes, it's probably going to cost this much, but that didn't really work. Yeah. You know, so what we ended up with at the end is a list of how many hours it would take to move like a one bedroom to a one bedroom from one facility Mm -hmm. to the next. We also had hours from private home to cottage, private home to two bedroom deluxe. So, but, but how we figured that out was going back and seeing how long on average did it take to do these jobs. Right. Because there is no real simple way. You can't just say, if I pack 50 boxes, it's going to be no. this much. It doesn't work that way. So it's always an hourly time and, and every situation is different, mm-hmm. but you do come up with an average. And so that's, and it was clear across the board. We started testing it. Right. And every one bedroom to one bedroom was always falling within this mm-hmm. range, always when we were looking at the hours. So it was hard experience to learn. But once you get a feel for it, then you too will just say, well, this is, I'm going to know yeah. how, how long it's going to take. When we were teaching our students this, we gave them our list with our hours on average yeah. hours. It's going to be 15 to 20 hours mm-hmm. for this or 20 to 25 hours for that. And then add 10%. Right. Add 10%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it really just depends on, well, the size for one. Like I think the, the apartment moves or the senior relocation moves are easier almost because they're you know, you're not really going to get bigger than a three bedroom in that case or a cottage. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the hours were clearer. Yeah. I guess you can say in those, in those small moves, because then yeah. it's basically the same thing over and over and over. You can't fit, you know, a five bedrooms worth of stuff into a one bedroom. You just can't. Right. It only holds so much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, and, and so I think that's, that's one thing to know. And then also with bigger moves, yeah, so- it's a little bit harder it is. To estimate? Yeah. And we tend to go high. Yeah. We tend, because we've learned this too. Like The hard way. We have. We've, we've learned, learned this the hard, the hard way. way, where we have to shock the client to say, this took us twice as long mm-hmm. and it's twice as much. So what we do now, because of those experiences, there's too many unknowns. Yeah. We're going to bid it. We're, gonna, we're not bidding these things either. We're just giving them an estimate. An estimate. We make it very clear that it's just an estimate because there's so many variables like how long is it going to take for them to decide what to do. what they're getting rid of you know when we're editing if with them if they have to or if they're or if you're just packing up an entire you know a large house and you're moving that house into another house once you start digging into those cupboards say mm-hmm. they're not there and they don't want to downsize they just take everything it's really hard to say. Right. Because we're going to be you, able to pack this up and yes, because you know, what you think maybe a kitchen might take you 25 boxes could actually take you 75 yeah. boxes. When I think you're it's hard. To, deep I think it, it is hard to go by the boxes like mm-hmm. what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I think when you're, if you're starting out and you're doing this at first, take photos, 
And in the consultation, normally we can tell now that we've done it for so long, we tell the client, this is how much we think it's going to be in the consultation. But if you're new and you're first starting to do this, I would say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and take this home, study my photos, and I will call you tomorrow with a rough estimate of how much I think it will be. Don't feel like you have to be, yeah, don't feel like you have to give them an estimate right then. And you can even tell them you need a couple of days. Right. If If you have jobs or something and and they're like, perfect, Mm -hmm. just let me know. So that's all about communication at that point. Exactly. And we, sometimes we still do that. If it's a unique situation where like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to talk about it, just kind of look through what Mm -hmm. we went over today and then we'll get back to you. Cause if it's a streamlined move, okay. One, one bedroom to one bedroom or like, Oh, piece of cake. Yeah. But if we're kind of in, we have like a secret look or voice almost. We're like, mm, you know, we're <laughs> we kind of just like, time. we need a, cause you'll say something. I'm like, well, and then yeah. we can kind of tell that we need some more time mm-hmm. to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I would just do that and be like, you know, I'm going to study these photos. So overtake photos. That's why we really like our iPad pro. Because we have, as we mentioned before, we have all of our client documents organized in there. So you can take all the photos you want, organize in that one document. So that way you're not trying to sort through a million photos on your phone. Right. All your you photos can go are back with and be like, your this document. This is this job. How mm-hmm. much? And then, the, yeah. like you said, go space by space. Yeah. And, and visualize up, yourself talk or packing. Yeah. And open up the cupboards, mm-hmm. open up the closets and take pictures, different angles if you have to, especially if it's really full. Yeah you know, because maybe you need to see how deep it is and get an idea and that will help you remember Mm -hmm. and take and take pictures too of complicated TV or computer situations just as a reminder. Yeah, that's something big. Yeah, Yeah, because in on average, if you have a complex computer system, that always takes at least an hour Mm -hmm. just to take that down, take it down. But sometimes it takes two hours. Yeah. So you definitely want to add that into your time Mm -hmm. and to look at if there's a complicated TV hanging on the wall that's wrapped around. It's got cords coming from right, or if there's a lot of like um, China. Mm -hmm. That's another indicator. Small breakables, Mm -hmm. like I mean China. I mean it's like so much stuff. Like a kitchen, I feel like takes most of the packing because it's Mm -hmm. a lot of glassware. It's a lot of breakables. But if they have China, like collectibles in hutches, in hutches break, mm-hmm. you know, crystal on top of that, that's going to take longer time. So we always like to think of it. Okay. How much is it going to be on average? This is how much this job normally takes, right? For this size of home. Yeah. And then we're like, but they but have this have, complex yeah. TV mm-hmm. or, you or know, computer system. Computer system. Mm-hmm. They have all these, this crystal that's going to need to be packed up extra safe. Mm-hmm. That's going to So we know more. we're going to take, yeah, it's going to take more time exactly. because less, more paper, less things fit in boxes. It's going to be mm-hmm. more time consuming, mm-hmm. especially with the way we're recording it because we want to set it up the same at the other end. Right. And we've had some pretty complicated setups where people have a lot of little tiny things that we try to set it up the same way at the other end because mm-hmm. that's how it works best. That's how they want it in their hutch. But all, if you're doubtful, you're, and you're not sure, always add that extra 10%. Yeah. And also I think when we're giving an estimate, we say it's going to be between 5,000 and 7,000, you know, like it's a very big range. If mm-hmm. it's a larger move, if yeah. it's a smaller move and we're like, you know, it's going to be between 15 and 2,000, like 1,500 to mm-hmm. 2,000. So it's a $500 difference. $500 but for difference ones, for, for a bigger move. Yeah. So like, you know, it could be, and they're, I think they're really understanding. Cause if you mm-hmm. explain that, you know, it's unknown, you can explain your reasoning behind that. And they're always like completely understand. Yeah. Like when it's, it's different because it's interesting. Like we're doing an organizing job now. It's just such a different mindset where it's like, you know, it's going to be 2,500 to organize this space. 
Yeah. It feels a little bit different where they yeah. want it to be very specific. How much is this going to cost? But for a move, they're in a different mindset where they're like, I just need it done. If it's going to be a couple thousand dollars more, then as long as I don't have to it do it do, myself, it's not that much. then that's worth it to me. Yeah. That's, but if that's you, where their head yeah, is Yeah. If at. you come to an organizing job and you're like, it's going to be between 25 and 5,000. They're like, why don't you communicate more with me you know (laughs) so I think it's definitely a different mindset Mm -hmm. so giving those ranges is okay Mm -hmm. and if they're on a super tight budget you'll be like you know we're gonna we'll communicate with you if it gets more than this and we normally say that like if we go above eight thousand Mm-hmm. we'll talk to you and let you know because yeah. this was our estimate. Right. And then we'll give them the option. Like, do you want us to do less unpacking? You yeah. can do that yourself. Mm-hmm. What's it your biggest pain point? What would get, you like us to unpack? Yeah. That's only Nor- happened really one time Yeah, because we give such a big range mm-hmm. for us. And it's really nice when we can say it didn't cost as much as we thought. Yeah. I love like the, normally we have that <laughs> where they're like, oh, yeah. and they, they leave us feeling like they got a deal almost. Yeah. So like it was way cheaper. Like we just did a a, a move to Eugene a couple of weeks ago and it's like two hour drive. So we had to factor in the driving time, the food, mm-hmm. you know, the hotel. The hotel. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, Oh, this is going to be, you know, we way overestimated it. And then yeah. we were able to be like, Hey, you know what? It was $3,000 less than we thought. And <laughs> yeah. she gave us a tip, which was nice because yeah. she was super happy, she but it's always sweet. that nice feeling. We're like, it's going to be between this and this. Yeah. And it was right at the lowest end of our yeah. estimate. And that feels good. You know? Yeah. And then if we do reach that high end number, then we say, well, it's right about where we thought it was going to be. Exactly. And then they're they're not off guard. Yeah. They're not caught off guard. I think it's all about communication. So those Mm -hmm. are kind of like our tips for that, for sure. And Mm -hmm. we always kind of do the same, the same thing. Yeah. Um, Talking about clients, we've able to, we've been able to build a very um, steady source of jobs coming in in our community where we don't have to market we're one of those people that really look at our Instagram more of like content Yeah, where we do get some jobs, but it's not our primary source. Cause most of our people that are following us on Instagram, they're not local. They're not, you know, mm-hmm. people that are going to be moving here locally. So right. for as far as jobs go, it just depends on the ones you want to get. We recommend anywhere, no matter what business you have to join some sort of local group. We yes. join the chamber of commerce but maybe it's BNI group. BNI. Yeah. Just join a group where you can share network. referrals and network. And network. People. That's huge. Like when you're first starting your business or if you're start trying to grow it, join one of those because the first clients you're going to get is not going to be clients that are going to be across the state. They might be, but I feel like that's very rare. It's going to be your local community. Your local community. Your yeah. lo- you're going to network with those people and that's how you're going to start to get the word out. And then you'll slowly grow from there if you decide to do that. Mm-hmm. And you won't necessarily get jobs from within that group. It's those people who are going to share about exactly. you. And that's what happened with me when mm-hmm. I first started the group. And and then I joined the chamber. That was the first thing I did mm-hmm. was join Chamber of Commerce. I did that even before I joined NAPO. I got some great jobs out of the mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce from people that knew people. And you would have never gotten those jobs if you would have. Like, no. I feel like that's the hardest thing no. is like, how do I start? How do I start? How do I get my name get out there? Get a business card. Mm-hmm and go join a group. It's a, such a small investment too, as far as like the Chamber of Commerce. I think BNI is a little different. You kind of just have to figure out which one works for you. Yeah, BNI is more work because yeah. you definitely have to have active but waves, if, but it pays off if that's what you like to do and like it works for you. Mm-hmm. It can really pay off to help you grow your business quickly. Yeah, and I feel like if you're starting out, BNI might be a great thing because mm-hmm. you have a little bit more time. You know, you're not working constantly on jobs and jobs yet. So you're able to put that time in. 
but yeah, joining so, but one you of those. can go to either of those meetings for free mm-hmm. and test them out mm-hmm. yeah and then another thing that's worked well for us is figuring out what events are going on and the nice thing about now is they're still doing the same events only they're virtual so yeah. the chamber of commerce we haven't been going to the meetings the past couple months because we've been so busy um but they still do them virtually and the nice thing about that is is after you get off the call you can be like hey let me set up a virtual meeting with you. You don't have to meet in person anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's so much easier to make those connections. Yeah. It if really you, saves a lot of time, doesn't it? People it don't does. have to drive. They don't have to it's get funny. dressed. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. So I was talking to someone about editing our IGTV videos and they're like, let's set a time to meet and like get coffee or something. And I'm like, that just sounds like way too much time. <laughs> Like a Zoom oh, meeting, a 15-minute Zoom meeting sounds fine, but meeting, no. Think like, how many people we met for coffee last yeah. year? And I'm just like, ah, that just sounds like too much work. Like, I don't want to explain it. Just yeah. tell me. Like, I'm just like, now. I just want the information now. I don't want to do the small talk. It's just funny. Anyways. <laughs> how but, we've evolved. Yeah, but guess. set up virtual meetings and just like, don't be afraid to reach out to people. And I think that's what's really helped us and you and, and growing our business. And now, and also like in the senior relocations, you know, building that part up, which is what made your business so successful when you were just first starting like four years, five years ago, mm-hmm. was networking with the marketing directors. Yeah. And yeah. you can do the same thing with, if you live in a larger city, you can do that with the apartment, apartment complex. Find out who the managers who's are. Who's the manager? Go yes. in there, see if you can Where set up a the virtual rental meeting. office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sit down with them, explain what you do. Mm-hmm. And then in that case, we'd recommend creating like a little brochure of what your business is about. Because oftentimes they have resources for mm-hmm. people that are moving in. So that way they can grab your brochure, read about you, and then they can call you that way. Because that the brochures are in those situations, in those situations yeah, are very good. valuable. Yeah. Because people are going in there, checking out the place. Do I want to move here? Do I not? These are the, the people that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just set up meetings. Just ask. If they don't respond to you, don't take it. Don't take it to heart. If they say no, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Try again later. Perfect. I'll touch base. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. crazy right now with businesses and mm-hmm. what's going on in the world. But you can still network. And I feel like people have almost a little bit more time than what they normally do to network, to do yeah. online things. Yeah. Because that's kind of And if you cannot is. get in front of someone, you can still find out who they are. You can get a wealth of information by looking at websites online mm-hmm. and find out who the property managers are. Find out who the marketing directors are. And if you cannot physically drop something off at their office, mm-hmm. you can mail it to them. Right. You can have something on a website with a brochure or some pictures here yeah. this and just refer them to that this is what I do virtual brochure yeah you can get mm-hmm. to, as long as they understand what it is you do mm-hmm. they're going to refer people to yeah, you exactly I think it's just all about getting your name out there as much as possible no matter what business it's all about getting your name out there whether it's local or online mm-hmm. it's all about people hearing your name people hearing your name constantly so that's why it's nice to do those networking groups if you keep showing up every single week it's going to get programmed into someone's mind that they're oh, going to start you, to remember you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, I know someone that can help you with that yes. move after a while. Yeah. It's, it's the people that show up every now and then that aren't really committed, mm-hmm. that don't seem as much success. And then people don't take them as seriously either Exactly. in those groups. So mm-hmm. work on your elevator speech. Yeah. Create a 30 second elevator speech where you can tell what you do in your business in mm-hmm. a powerhouse way in a short period of time practice it, get really good at it. And then that becomes your spiel too, to when you're talking to anybody and anywhere, yeah. what do you do? Exactly. This is what I do. 
Exactly. And then you're spreading the word that way. Now yep. we used to do cold call walk-ins where mm -hmm. we just bring some cards and brochures, but we can't do that now mm -hmm. with the pandemic underway. But it doesn't stop you. You mm -hmm. can still join these groups, get still on there reach, virtually. Yeah, if make a list like we recommend with our students that we've coached before, make a list of these facilities or these apartments that you want to mm -hmm. hit. Or these right? brokers, exactly. you know, real estate Make brokers. a list mm -hmm. and then follow up them. If they don't email you back, no worries, they're busy. Follow up with them a week later, you know, send them a gift. That's gone a long way as well. It's all about like getting in front of them, getting in front of them and then. Because sometimes it takes, well, I think quite often it, it can take at least six or seven times before they start to see that, oh, this is somebody that maybe I should listen to because remember that mm -hmm. old saying of the squeaky wheel gets the grease? You know, it, it still holds true because people are busy. They're busier now than, than mm -hmm. ever and they're not looking at their emails. So if you just keep sending it and sending it or drop a gift off, yeah, and great, if you're, it doesn't and have to be anything big. That's be a such little, a good point. Something. I think what's made us so successful is knowing that and being like, we know that it's going to take five times for them to think about us. And we're like, yeah. if we can get that in their mind, that we're the first person that they think of when they hear that someone's moving, that's our goal. That's yeah. our goal, right? Yeah. So that's why we say, no matter what our clients need, just have them call us. We have all the resources. They need a state sale, a mover, whatever, have them call us. So it takes like we've noticed about five times yeah. for them to be like, you know what? I know you call them and they'll be able to help you. Yeah. And, and so that's what you need to realize is yes. once you get that into someone's, you know, and head, they're referring to and you, they're referring to then you, you know that they are thinking of you exactly. and they're going to continuously refer people to exactly. you. And also in other, and you need to do this in other in, in lots of communities, like or talk to brokers, talk mm -hmm. to real estate brokers, see if you can do a virtual Zoom mm -hmm. for a handful of, of brokers. For, so for example, when we just did this move to Eugene, this mm -hmm. was in a community, in a 55 and older community that she was moving to Eugene. And it was the marketing agent, at the property manager there, that we hadn't heard from them in like two for years. years, couple of years. Yeah. We had gone in, we talked to her, we left mm -hmm. some brochures and cards. And she remembers us still. Mm -hmm. So she is the one who said, you need to call these gals. Yeah. And we took care of the situation. Right. And I think it's, it's knowing that and just getting your name out as much as possible, networking with as many people as possible when you're just starting out or you're adding this new service because they don't know. Because you never know, know where and that referral is going to come it's from. It's very rare that people are going to be like, oh, I remember you the first time as far as networking goes. Like obviously if you work right. with someone and you help them move, they're going to remember who you are. Yeah. But as far as getting your name out there, and I think that's the reason why we don't, we don't market in our local community and we constantly get calls every single day for moves, for resources. And I think that's a good thing to note too. If you didn't listen to our, I think it was our first or second episode on the series when we were talking about building up a resource list, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, you're really building up that name where it's like, no matter what you need, in your move, call us and we will be able to help you because we have all those resources in the local community. And that's kind of another good way, almost an excuse to be like, Hey, I'd love to network with you. I'd love to set up a meeting with you so that we can talk because my clients always need someone to paint their house. My clients always need someone to do an estate sale. Let's meet. And then sure enough, when they have someone that's moving, that's who they're going to call. They remember. You. Mm -hmm. So it's all about building that up and really knowing that it is going to take a little bit of time, but your goal is for when someone's moving, they think of you and they pass your name on. That's yeah. the goal. And you want them to call you for all of those situations. Like in our case, if someone just needs a mover, like the people that we, yeah. that know to call us first, they'll say, call these gals. 
they can help you with they all can of help that. You with and somebody might call and say, hey, I just need a moving company because mm-hmm. I have it's this heavy piece of furniture that I can't lift by myself. And we can tell them that. Yeah. Maybe they need documents shredded. Right. They need documents. They need an estate sale. But mm-hmm. the best part about that is, is you left such a great impression with that person. Even though you didn't help them move, next time they need a mover or next time they need help moving. Or if they have a friend, be like, you know what? Call these gals because they really helped me. They helped me with this resource. I'm sure they're able to help you. And that's how you build up that momentum where you're mm-hmm. just constantly getting leads. We're not paying for leads. We're not paying for any marketing and we don't yeah, have we don't advertise. We don't have, yeah, yeah, we don't put any, it's all any just article word, in any newspaper or it's publication. It's word of mouth that yes. we could, you know, it's kind of where you can turn the pipe on. If we wanted to get more jobs, we know how to do it. And we just market more, reach out to new people. And that's how we would that's how we would build if we wanted to. Yeah. So if just we wanted keep, to. Yeah. Right. So just keep feeding the funnel. You feed the funnel. You just get mm-hmm. your name out in as many places as you can. Exactly. And it will. And then keep hitting them up. Don't forget about them. Yeah. Just keep hitting them up. Send them another email. Send them a card in the mail. Mm-hmm. Put a piece of chocolate in there. Yeah. And eventually you're going to have this, you know, stream of calls, people knowing and your name getting out there. That's just going to eventually build and build. And you can, like I said, Build and it then up to you'll start to get repeat, repeat uh, referrals, clients, especially in those areas like apartment complexes, yeah, where the marketing or the the manager, or the marketing, where the property like, manager, if they can get one person that they only have to make one phone call mm-hmm. because it makes, their life, it makes their life super easy, and they know that someone else can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's all about making their lives easier, getting your name out there. And really just networking, hitting the pavement, networking, joining groups. And that's how you're going to build a successful business. And the same would go for online. Get your name out there. Who can you network with? Who can you partner with? Who can you collab with? It's the same thing if you're trying to build an online business. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically our process in a nutshell. Obviously, Obviously, there's a lot more to it than that. (laughs) We've just skimmed the surface. But Mm -hmm. in the big chunks, in the the scheme of things, that's our process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're going to be sharing more and more tips, resources, like the tools we use and stuff on our Instagram. And if you have any questions about relocations or moving or anything, DM us on Instagram and everything, not MB, because we love to help. We love to give advice. We love it when people DM us like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, we love estimating questions, yeah. packing questions, timing questions, relocations. If you're thinking about adding it into your uh, business yeah, or starting a new business. Because we might have the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have so much experience. We've been through so much. Mm-hmm. We've helped people grow very successful businesses that we'll, we'll probably have Corey come on because she's seen a huge, I think she's probably tripled her business in a pandemic. That's saying something. That in 2020, yeah. And she, we, we coached her. And um, she's taken at on the beginning more and more of the clients. year. Yeah. At, the, at the end of last year. Yeah. And she's just like, one year I can't later. believe one yeah. year later her business has tripled. Same to go for Debbie. Um, we've helped a lot of people grow their businesses and we, we absolutely love it. And That's we love, what we love to do. Yeah. We That's love fun. helping. We love supporting. We love giving all of our tips. So if we can help you do the same, yeah. DM us. And we'd love to chat with you. See you next time.
Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop over to our Instagram at everything.nb and follow us there so you can keep up with our stories. And on a side note, we often make references in our episodes about the programs, books, and apps, and other tools that we love. If you would like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode and find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too. 